What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the True Gamers Podcast presented by Chill Gaming Community. I am your host, Sauce, and I am here with my co-host, Raul. What's going on, Raul? Hey, what's going on, guys? So, Raul, um, I just want to touch on uh, why um, we are the True Gamers Podcast. Um, as a community, um, pretty much in, in the sense that we're doing this is to give other members of the community a chance to make their own podcast and kind of like, you know, have their, their own thing going. So we just kind of rebranded, uh, the chill gaming podcast to the true gamers podcast. It's going to be the same format, the same co-hosts. Um, actually Jers is not here with us today. He had, uh, some, uh, stuff to take care of since it is mother's day. So, um, he is hanging out with the ladies and, um, you know, celebrating mother's day. Um, and he will definitely be back next week. He, you know, he apologizes that he, he can't be on with us for, uh, two weeks, but, um, we hope that, you know, next week we could have jurors here again and, uh, have our, uh, three musketeers back at it. So, um, from now on it's, um, we will be known as the true gamers podcast and we are being brought to you by the chill gaming community. If you haven't, um, checked out the chill gaming community the links are below in the description and um you guys can subscribe to chill gaming on twitter um i will also have the discord information up very soon and uh other ways of uh you know joining the chill gaming community uh we are actively looking for new members so anybody interested in joining the community is uh more than welcome to and uh, i encourage you guys to joining uh, the chill gaming community as it would, um, you know, help everybody out and it would be a great time. Right, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, this, you know, we want everybody who joins to, you know, be able to bring something to chill gaming. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is the message we're trying to send out, you know, true gamers podcast presented by chill gaming. So absolutely. So, um, this is our episode number 10. Um, and on today's podcast, we're going to be touching on uh, Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint that was just uh, spoken about um, earlier this week. Uh, we are going to speak about uh, Destiny 2, uh, the season of opulence, which is uh, getting set to be released on uh, June 4th. And uh, don't miss the, the Destiny 2. Uh, we have some very, very important information about that that um, you might not want to miss. So... Um, Let's jump right into Ghost Recon. Um, it was released earlier this week that uh, Ghost Recon uh, will be releasing its uh, new game, um, which will take place in 2023, uh, four years after Wildlands. Uh, the release date right now is expected for October 4th, uh, 2019, um, and it is expected to have two DLCs, which is uh, Deep State and uh, Transcendence. Um, Raul, I know you're a big fan of these Tom Clancy games. Uh, give me, give me your input. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I watched the walkthrough and uh, I was impressed. Uh, they brought a realism to it. You know, uh, the movement's a lot heavier uh, than the last Wildlands. Um, it takes place on a on a in an island called Aroa. Right. Okay. It's also the, the headquarters for an AI drone core stealth scale technology. Right. And uh, basically, 
he you know he 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 creates uh like it's based around drones and there's uh an enemy group called the wolves and it's it's pretty pretty cool it's led by uh lieutenant colonel Coldy Walker, and he's actually played by a famous actor, uh, John per- Berthenol, the the guy who plays uh, Frank Castle in The Punisher. Yeah. So he's he's the main he's the main uh, antagonist, and uh, and he leads uh, this uh, this group called the Wolves. It's um it's an ex group of uh, enemy uh, rogue ghosts. They they're actually rogue ghosts, and they're trying to weaponize uh this uh this uh inventor's uh technology so basically nomads coming back from wildlands okay and uh they were actually uh brothers in in the service so it's a little personal and um from what i saw in the trailer you're 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 going in to the island on a on a helicopter and you get shot down and basically you know, the whole game is about you being hunted, surviving, and retaking the island. And from what I saw from from the gameplay, it, it looks really good. It looks better than uh, Wildlands, way better. Okay. So, <clears throat> from, from what I'm from what I'm gathering, it's gonna be like um, it's gonna be pretty much like a third person perspective, and yeah. uh, uses an optional first person view for aiming weapons. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, it's good, man. They're, they, they, from what I saw, you know, they, they added uh, a lot of realism. You know, you, you, you can't customize your character. You know, from what he wears, you know, mm-hmm. everything you could do in Wildlands. You know, they brought over here, but you know, they added, uh, they added other stuff. You know, like if you get shot, you know, it's it's realistic. If you get shot in the leg, you you limp until, you know, you you pat yourself up. And this is also going to be this is also going to be a uh, open world uh, environment, correct? Oh yeah, um, Wildlands was was open world. The map was massive, uh, and this one uh, this one is going to be massive as well. Okay. And what do you um, as far as um, characters? What kind of what kind of classes will they have? Do you know? Uh, there's going to be they're they're introducing four uh, four classes. Uh, it's called. Um, they're uh, the assault class, sharpshooter, panther, and engineer. And each of these classes has its own abilities and loadouts. You know, like uh, the panther class, for example, uses smoke bombs, and uh, the engineer class has uh, a rocket launcher. You know, okay. and uh, these are just uh, four classes. Um, additional classes are also coming out. You know, post-launch. You know, with up- updates and expansions. And this will also have. Uh a pvp section to it correct uh yeah i was reading uh that there will be a pvp um uh it's going to be included in the launch uh they're also including a raid which is supposed to take place in a volcano which is okay and uh so everybody everybody seems to be on that raid bandwagon now oh yeah i mean that's that's the thing you know raids are Raids are the, the the thing to do in video games now. So, 
Um, the developers of this game is uh, Ubisoft Paris. Uh, publisher is going to be obviously Ubisoft. The director is uh, Eric Kozian, and uh, the writer is Emil Dalbon. Um, they, you know, obviously this is going to be following the series of Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, um, and it's going to be running on an uh, Anvil Next uh, 2.0. Uh, this engine actually is the same engine that they use for Assassin's Creed 3 and 4 and uh, Far Cry 4, but it's going to be a more updated um, version of the Anvil Next. Um, and it's actually um, the specific landmarks that they have done with this was the Notre Dame de Paris, uh, which is designed by hand, but it, it was rendered in a 1.1 ratio due to its real life counterpart um it's also it features improved ai for non-playable characters so it's gonna be this engine is it has been upgraded uh they've included a pre-baked global illumination reflection mapping volumetric fog dynamic weather dynamic foliage to just name a few um and the system has been improved so we can we can expect a um a very very Typical uh, Tom Clancy, like on the Division Two, you could see how how well that the maps are laid out and how real the environment around you feels. Do you think this is? What would you rate this as to make a great game? What would you rate this as? How important do you think a gaming engine is to the success of of a game long term? Oh, I think it's uh it's it's critical. Um, you know, because you. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too great with you know the tech and yeah. the specs and stuff, but I mean those engines are, are are vital to you know your the way the game looks, um, the, the the actual physics of the game, you know the weather engines and uh, they they all come into play and to have a good engine means you know. A, a crisp looking game you know uh the mechanics everything's fluid everything flows the right way and that that's very important you know i mean you don't you don't want to play a game that's uh you're playing and you know it just it just doesn't feel real yeah you know it, and it's the the physics of the game you know when you're walking just aren't real you want it to be you want you you want a game that's that that feels realistic and and this game this game looks real this game looks looks really good you know from uh you know uh they they're introducing this new thing called prone camo okay. and basically you, you know you go prone in in the dirt you know in the mud and you cover yourself in mud and you know it's a way to you know disguise yourself so you're not seen by other enemies which is pretty cool yeah, so the game the game feels like it has, um, from what I've seen of the the trailer, it's very very realistic, um, as far as you know, you can carry corpses of people that you've killed, and you could carry them and hide them so other enemies can't, you know, see them and be alerted that you are in in the surrounding areas. So I think they've they've are trying to master that 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 real feel of what it really is to be a um a special force um or as they call them no they're they're technically known as as ghosts um and i think i think that this is they're really pushing that ghosts um 
title with 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 uh, this game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, they they they're really bringing a, a sense of realism to this game. You know, um, they're introducing this thing called bivouacs. You know, okay. I think, I, I think I'm pronouncing it the right way, but uh, a bivouac is is basically uh, a sort of safe zone, but it's more than just a, a class, classic selection menu. You know, for example, you can also check, you know, the weather forecast, choose the time for your next mission, do some weapon weapon maintenance for temporary stat boosts or fix your busted ankle. And when yeah. I say fix, fix your busted ankle, injuries are very uh, persistent in this game. You know, okay. if you get shot, you're, you're limping. You know, okay. you get shot in the arm. You know, it's, it's, it's very realistic. It's not, you know, you get shot – Loaded up your bullets and but you can still run around. Yeah, you just your you know, it's very realistic. You know, you have to patch yourself up in order to you know move regular again. And um, you also have to eat, drink, and get sleep. Okay. In in this game, you know, so that's that's another you know realistic quality that they're bringing. Okay. So let me let me give you the setting real quick. Um, like I mentioned earlier, the game uh, takes uh, place in the year 2023, four years after the events of Wildlands. Uh, the story takes place on Aroa, an island in the South Pacific owned by millionaire entrepreneur and philanthropist Jace Scale. Uh, Scale is a founder of Scale Technology, a blue chip company producing drones for commercial applications, but which has also found a success as a military contractor developing cutting edge equipment for the United States government. Scale purchased Aroa with a vision of turning it into a hub for the design, research, development, and production of artificial intelligence and drone technology. The island is made up of a series and individual biomes, included marine um, and wetlands, uh, arboreal forests, snow-capped mountains, and active volcanoes. So it feels like this this map is going to have a lot of different climates to to support it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it hasn't been announced, but there's speculation that there there could be a uh, a battle royale mode introduced into this game, which is okay. Pretty cool. That would be cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there. I mean, the Wildlands map was was massive. I mean, if Jers was here, he could tell you. You know, me and him, we we played that game, you know, religiously. Yeah. Um. That 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 map was was. That might might have been the biggest map. Well, let I've me ask you played. something then. Not not to get not to get completely off topic, but um, I've never played Wildlands. Um, explain to me, what would you what would you to somebody who's never played the game? How would you explain plus the 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 positives and the negatives of that game? Uh, I mean, the 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 driving wasn't wasn't too great, but uh, it was open world. Uh real stealth based game. I mean, it was a strategic game. You know, it was a four player co op. You know, you could play with all your boys. And uh you people know you choose me, people have told me it's like a mixture of the division and Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> uh yeah, you could say that. I mean it, it it is like the division in the sense of uh you know the tech you work with uh you know it you're it's military based. Um but uh you know the enemies in in uh in wildlands aren't bullet sponges you know okay. it's 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 realistic in the sense that you know if if you snipe somebody in the head it, it's a headshot and it's a one shot kill um okay. stealth is, is is important um it, it was it was a really good game you know the scenery was was great 
in that aspect. Uh, and the map was just huge. And there's so many objectives and there's so many things to do. There's, there's activities. It was a very, very long game. Um, but uh, this one, this one seems to one up it, you know, it, to me, when I was watching the, the, the reveal and, you know, the reveal was like two hours long. Okay. Uh, basically an hour of waiting for, for them to get started. And then, you know, maybe like an hour and 20 minutes of them actually explaining the game. Um, but to me, from what I took from it, it was Wildlands on steroids. Okay. Know? And it was, it, it's what sold me on it. it. It's more realistic. It's more realistic. Unfortunately, you know, from what I've been reading, it's only 30 frames per second. Okay. But uh, it does support uh, 4K. But uh, it's... And again, that, that's that's a, that's that's another letdown. What, well, what a game like this to only have 30 frames per second, it, it, it makes it... I mean, you could do it, obviously, but um, yeah. I, I would still prefer to have it at, at 60 frames per second because it... It is now. Do you know if if the thirty frames per second is going to be across? Because this is they're going to release this for Xbox One, PS4, and uh, Windows. PC. Yeah, it's so, going to be on PC, Xbox yeah. One, and is it PS4. is it thirty frames per second across the board, or is it for PlayStation? Uh, it's going to be thirty fr frames per second for PlayStation and Xbox One. Obviously, PC. Okay. PC, PC is definitely works, be higher. Works, well, that's weird though, because more. Xbox One can support sixty frames per second. I don't know why they would. Why. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it's going to support upscaled 4K, so, you know. Okay, so the graphics yeah. are going to be really good, but the yeah. frames are, are going to yeah, be able the, to... The graphics, the graphics are going to be really good. I mean, from what I saw in the gameplay, I mean, at one point I thought the actual gameplay was like a, a cutscene. Okay. So, you know, that, 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 was, that, was, uh, that was promising. Okay. And uh, it just sold me on the realism, you know. I like, in my personal opinion, I like to play uh, realistic games. You know, you know, you have Destiny. You know, games like that. They're not realistic, but I like military games. I like uh, shooter games, and the more realistic it gets, the better it is for me. You know, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> but what do you, um, what are you expecting from this game? Is is um, as a story, because you know Tom Clancy's stories are always phenomenal. You know, uh, I was reading um, an article earlier, and mm -hmm. uh, the developer said that they're really focusing in on the story. Okay, like they're 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 putting a lot. Which has into never the been. Story. Which has never been. It's never been a problem for for uh, for Tom, Tom Clancy no, games. No, absolutely, it's never not. been a problem with, with absolutely uh, the stories. It's, but, uh, I, I think where they were they were they lack a little bit is in the pvp part of the game mm -hmm. but um i mean i think a battle royale for this game would be awesome if if they would have it's like it it's kind of like the the wave that everybody rides now mm -hmm. um everybody started with raids uh well not everybody bungie started with the raid on uh on destiny and then now uh division is doing a raid um what other game was there uh warframe uh started doing a raid too um and and now you have the division two with a raid and now ghost recon breakpoint will have a raid so that seems to be a trend that everybody's following um and i think eventually everybody's gonna start doing the battle royale because it is fun it is a lot of fun 
Yeah, battle royals are good, and you know, in in the sense of uh, games like this, uh, I I welcome battle royals. You know, I don't they're they're like Call of Duty Black Ops. You know, yeah. that I love that battle royale. You know, not too not, of, uh, not a fan of, of of Call of Duty. Um, we got a chance to get on earlier this week. What what did you take away from the map changes? Oh, it was good, man. I enjoyed it a lot. You know, uh, I like what they did with uh Hydro. I like uh how they flooded, you know, certain parts of the map. And uh, it was good. I, I had it was uh, I had a good time getting back into it. And I think we did pretty good, right? What did we hey, play man, three we innings? Had, we, yeah, we got we one like win. Four, no, we had, we had two wins. Uh, two wins like five and four matches. matches or five matches, yeah. yeah so, we, so we did we did pretty good for uh, just coming back. I mean, uh, Ryan yeah, and Diego good. did carry us a little bit. but Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think we, we held our own for the most part. Oh yeah, it was which good. Was, I I enjoyed it. Fun. It was fun. I, I I forgot how much uh fun it. Blackout how much is. how much fun can you can can you imagine a battle royale with 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 the uh, with this type of gameplay? Do you, can you imagine how how much fun that'll be? How tactical it'll be? It yeah. won't be like a, an open battle royale. It'll be more like a tactical. You got to move like tactical, and you gotta you gotta make sure that you remain tactical the whole time. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, it kind of you know if they if they do implement uh, a battle royale, uh, to me it kind of feels like uh, since it's third person, it, it kind of brings me back to my SOCOM days, you know, yeah. and PvP, you know, stuff like that. So it, it it would be great for for them to do it, but I mean, just you know, my thing is just deliver a solid game, you know, a solid campaign. For oh now, yeah, but it, that's that's listen. The the thing with Tom Clancy games for me is is never is never whether they could deliver a solid game um, as far as the story mode goes. I mean, because I, I think they deliver a solid game all the time on the story modes. I think where they lack at is in the PvP portion of the game because there is not too many things to do. It is very um, <clears throat> very dry, and it becomes very boring real quick. So I'm thinking if they could give you a solid PvP section of this game with plenty of stuff to do and and, and plenty of activities to, to follow through on, to, to make the game follow through on the story and, and just kind of like keep you intrigued with the game, I think it would be awesome, you know, um, and... If they could deliver that, I think they're in. They're in a very good. Uh, they're in for a very you know long period of people actually playing the game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, if they could, you know, if it's they do it the right way. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, kind of like Battlefield. Like I love the Battlefield stories. The Battlefield stories are very intriguing, and they're you're you're very into them. But then it lacks in pvp i mean some people love the pvp on 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 um battlefield but i'm i'm not a fan of the pvp on the battlefield i think it's a lot of camping around and a lot of if, if, not camp not, well, i can't I think, think camping but strategic i think, I think battle it, battle royales you know are yeah battle royale you, like, you uh, kind of have to move because once once that that circle starts closing in on you you you're you don't have an option but to start moving yeah um, absolutely um yeah I just, just feel like in PvP, there's there's always going to be campers. Yeah, you're never there. You know, video game developers are never gonna, you know, write the formula on how to eliminate camping in a game. Yeah, That's but it's just, very hard know. to camp in a battle royale type of game because once that circle starts moving, you have to move. And I think that that's what separates 
that's what separates the greatness of the battle royale as opposed to like a team deathmatch is you have to move in a team oh, yeah. deathmatch, you can stay in the same yeah, place you stay for, in the same spot for yeah forever. yeah you know what i mean like if especially yeah. if you're playing hardcore and you can't see where that person killed you from uh and you're getting shot at um unless you pinpoint that person's location you will you'll you won't know where they're shooting you from um but as far as the battle royale it, it's you have to move once that circle starts closing in on you either you move or you die <laughs> so well, yeah i mean it, it, battle royale is 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 a different beast you know in team deathmatch you know you die you respawn back in you yeah. know battle royale you know one against 99 uh yeah. if you die that's it you die you're you're out of the match you yep. know and you know you got to load into a new match and do it all over again yeah. so i mean battle royales in a sense you know they made a. They gave players a sense of uh, all right. I need to you know learn the map. I yep. need to uh, learn how to move through the map, and not just know, sit here. not just <laughs> run run wild and run run through it. You know you have to uh, you have to run from building to building. You know take cover. You know scope out. You know the land ahead and and uh, just make sure you know. Move tactically. Yeah, yeah, you're safe move, to proceed moving tactically Absolutely. to the next uh, location. You know, and I, and I think that's that's the that's <clears throat> what, what makes essentially a game fun is not being shot by a person from the same location ninety nine times. You know, it, it oh, kind absolutely. of it's it kind of makes you frustrated game. because no, it's no. just like Jesus. Are you like, like I never understood, <clears throat> and this is why this is another reason why I I prefer the Call of Duty over the Battlefield is because I've never been a player to just sit in the corner and camp and shoot somebody. I like to move around. I'm I'm I like to kill some. If if I'm in the same in the spot, I'll. You know, get a get a killer two, and then move on to the next spot. Get a killer two, and just keep moving. I, I'm a very, I I'm a, a run and gun type of person. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of those games don't are not suited for running and gunning. It, they're suited for you gotta you know kind of sit back and be strategic. Um, and I I feel like as it's fine for PVE to do that, but when you start getting that from PVP, it kind of makes you not want to play the game as much as you would if, you know, it was uh, strategic. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Blackout, Black Ops 4, I, 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 don't, I don't touch multiplayer. I only play yeah. Blackout. I only play yeah. the Battle, Battle Royale. I, don't, I think uh, uh, this might be the worst uh, multiplayer that Call of Duty has ever put out. Uh, I don't but, know. It'll, it'll be debatable because I, I've played it a little bit, and uh, I'm I'm a hardcore player. I don't I don't like playing core, uh, but um, I think there there's been a couple of uh black black ops games that I've played, uh, and this one is is just as good. I, I don't think the black ops series. Uh, PvP is as bad as I would say, like modern warfare ones. The modern warfare ones um, were a little bit worse with with the PvP, but I, mean, I love the like modern I said, warfare. Like I said, it's it's all up. To, see, see, there's a difference. Uh, that's that's the that's you know that's the beautiful thing about gaming. It, it's you it's can be preference. into something. Yeah, you can be into something that I'm not into, but I'm into something you're not into, and everybody has you know, that, that love and passion for a certain game. And no matter what happens in that game, if you're not into it, there's other people who, who are into it. And, and it makes, it makes gaming great. That's essentially what makes gaming great. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. You know, I, I enjoy I enjoy the Modern Warfare series, you know, and I'm not too big on the Black Ops, although the Black Ops 4, you know, they introduced the Battle Royale and and it, it, it had me hooked. So, okay, so that that's one of know? the things that that uh, got you hooked on the Black Ops Four. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole reason why I I got Black Ops Four was for uh, the the Battle Royale, which is definitely fun. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can't I, say I it's not. It. I love it. I love it. I you know I, I just wish uh, Modern Warfare Four would be would uh, introduce a, a Battle Royale, but um, there's been talks that uh, they're not gonna. Yeah, you know, they're gonna focus on the the campaign again and uh and PVP as usual. I think with their PVP, less is more. Yeah, Th- that's that's my that's my input. Less is more. The less crap and subclasses and 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 less you know uh, um um things you have for people to use to their advantage. I think is better. I think you know oh, absolutely. The, the, simpler, the simpler the game, the better. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the reason why I love uh, Modern Warfare, uh, because uh, it's not uh, that future futuristic stuff. Yep. It's actual, you know, realistic so you're, stuff. You're not a fan of climbing wall to wall? and I don't, you know, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not a fan of using those jetpacks, those booster nope. packs, you know, nope. to jump and, you know, Agreed. jump behind. I, I, I didn't even, I didn't even entertain that game. You know, I, I played it once and. I was like, oh no, this is this yeah, totally agree. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing this. I'm not, I'm not supporting it. I don't like it. Uh, they, they, they just took a whole different approach, and I, you know, I respect it as you know, uh, developers. You know, they're trying new things, mm-hmm. but uh, it just wasn't my cup of tea, and I just rather you know, and, and then give, that's give the me beauty. realistic stuff. That's the beauty of what led us into this conversation that's the beauty of of the ghost recon games yeah absolutely they're very um realistic they're very you know you 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 feel like a military personnel with with you know with the things that with the the story you're going through you actually feel like you're part of the military and you're 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 partaking in something important yeah and i mean i'm i'm big on military games you know i love military movies you know i love uh I love military games. You know, Tom Clancy is a great. Uh, a, they always make great video games. You know, my. You know, one of my favorite games was uh, Tom Clancy Splinter Cell. Yes, and that's, you know, so. Um, and uh, you know, just the fact that they're they're doing this, and you know, they're taking what they did with Wildlands, which was a great game, and they're you know amping amping it up, you know, a couple levels, you know, and introducing you know a more realistic, you know, feel to it. Uh-huh. You know, survivalist. You have to eat. You have to drink. You have to sleep. Yes, you know, they're, making, like, it, they're like, making it real. I, lo- I like <laughs> I, real life I, things. I, I love games like that, yep. and I love uh, military shooters. So, you know, I to I can't wait. Both of them in one game is 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 a great idea. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've never uh, I've never pre-ordered a game. You know, on the day. They released pre-orders. Yes, I know. And, me and you were uh, on the phone when, yeah, when you were headed to GameStop. I, yep. I, I got out of work and uh, um, I went the first day. Uh, pre-orders opened up for, and then I I pre-ordered. You yep. know, so I'm just so that way I'd I'd have access to the beta so I could try. And uh, I can't wait. You know, it, do you know when I'm, the beta is supposed to be released, or they haven't? Uh, they have yet to announce it. No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I I can't. I, I can't. I, don't, I can't see it I don't happening think it's before September. Soon. No, yeah, I can't I don't, see I don't it happening in September. I mean, usually games, you know, when they when they 
throw the beta, you know, it's maybe like, you know, two or three months before, you know, the launch. Uh-huh. Unless it's delayed, but uh you, you uh, wanna know what I just realized? Maybe in August or September. You know what I just realized? What's up? I come back from Portugal uh from vacation on the third, the day before this game drops. Hey man. Listen. So I'll be here for the day the game drops. So you know what it, you know what time it is. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. I it's going to be a whole weekend a whole weekend's worth of playing this game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean if you haven't played Wildlands and you jump right into this, uh yep. I think you won't miss a beat. Uh you know, you're going to get the same feel from Wildlands, but you know just it's going to be on steroids, man, you know, and they what I've read, what they're doing, I I, I like everything that I'm reading. You know, everything that I saw in the gameplay, it just looks good. Absolutely. So uh, before we close this section of, of uh, the pod, what, um, obviously you're getting the game, um, expectations, zero to five, uh, zero being the worst, five being the best. What do you, what are you thinking that this game's going to uh, give you? I don't want to give it a five just yet. You know, mm-hmm. I'll give it a four. You don't want to, you don't want to anthem this game. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, gotcha, I, gotcha. I, I, I give it, I give it a four from okay. what I've seen so far. Okay. And you know, there's not much that they're saying about the game, okay. you know? So um, I'm going to be a little bit more time. optimistic. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm, 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 or not optimistic, pessimistic. I'm going to give it a three and a half uh, from what I've read so far. Um, <clears throat> just because like me and you have discussed off air, um, I never, I never try to look forward to something as much anymore. Uh, thanks to, you know, Anthem, um, they've, they've taught me to, uh, cautiously, uh, approach games and not fall in love with what they feed you because some of the times what they feed you is actually bullshit, you know? Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you just don't listen I, to your friends, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm uh, just going to. Yeah, like Jers, you know, uh, which Jers, if you're listening, you still owe us some money um, for that uh, season pass of a game that I'm probably never play again. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Raul, moving on, uh, we're going to talk about something that you probably are not a big fan of either. Uh, Destiny 2, the season of opulence is uh, being set to release uh, June 4th. now, on earlier, um, I said there's going to be big news. Uh, the big news is that um, the raid and the, the DLC actually drop on the same day, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Bungie has never done this. Bungie always gives you at least a week time to rank up so you can be raid ready. And now they're giving you, I think, like three or four hours. If yeah, I mean, the raid comes out... Uh, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time, I believe, and yep. uh, you only have what, I think it's three or three four, or hours. four hours, yeah, you know, to get raid ready. To, to get raid ready, and uh, yeah, the raid uh, recommended uh, light level is a 715. As of right now, I believe the max light level is 700, so you'll have four hours to to go up to 715, which I think is more than enough time to to do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess they're 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 trying new things to keep uh to keep the game alive you know i mean destiny has been uh it's it's been a rocky road for destiny so yeah you know they're trying they're trying let, to bring let, those let's try gamers, and those game things you know so i um the new raid is going to be called the crown of the sorrows and surprise 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 people guess where it's on I'll, Raul, I'll give you one shot to tell me where it's going to be on the, the leviathan oh really what, notice Again? notice notice the excitement in my voice 
Oh yeah, like really? Come on, really on the Leviathan again? It's gonna be another raid layer, man. I'm, I, you My know, we've, I don't know how many is times it we've had this that it's gonna be another raid layer, or, or is it, is uh, it gonna be a total? Uh, nah, that's raid. just that's just my uh, assumption. That's my assumption, but yeah. uh, hey, I could be wrong. You know, Destiny could you know surprise me. You know, I'll tell I you what. But I'll tell you one we'll thing. See. I was watching. I was. Um. I'm a big fan of uh, Rick Hackus on uh, YouTube, and I follow him, and he does great videos. If you guys haven't uh, subscribed to him yet, um, Rick Hackus does great Destiny videos, and uh, he did Anthem videos. He does videos for Division, um, and he's very good. He's very good at what he does, and just watching him play the game, it. It almost, it, dude, it made me want to get back on. Like, I'm looking and I miss playing Destiny. I'm, I actually do miss it because it was, it was fun. And I was talking to, um, the other day we were on, um, actually you were on when, uh, me with D and, uh, with my, uh, buddy, Mr. Fluffy. Oh, and yeah. I was, and when we were, when we were helping out D, uh, level up his, uh, his character on the, on Division 2, um, I mentioned it when the when Destiny One came out for about a year or two solid. I didn't purchase any games. No, you didn't need to. I was so into that game. You didn't need and, to. Yeah, and and I was hoping that they did it too with this game, and which you know it, it lacked it. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if I told you once you get your PlayStation Five, Destiny Three is coming out, you know you would consider getting it. Oh yeah, I'm considering it, you know. But you know? uh Division, I mean Destiny 2, oh, man. I don't know, man. I'm just I'm it's just frustrating. Ever since uh Destiny 1 and they they they, they kind of killed it for me. You know, they kind of brought it back with Forsaken and kind of, you know, got me excited about it again and then then you know, they they build you up to bring you down and yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, depending on how the raid is, you know, I'll, I'll de- you know, if everybody's up for it, I'll definitely, you know, give it a shot. But uh, yeah. no, if, it's, I it's, if, it's, if I don't get that same feeling, you know, Division Two is is done for me, you know. And depending on you know what I see and what I hear from Division, I mean, uh, Destiny Three, then uh, then that'll de- determine whether I'm going to get it, you know. Yeah. For for you know for PlayStation Five, which I, I'm 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 telling you right now, it doesn't. If they do come out for PlayStation Five, I am gonna be getting it because I absolutely I absolutely love Destiny, and I think if Division Two starts getting dry, this is gonna be one of the games that I'm gonna be back on, and I I am going to uh, start working to try to get my rank back up in that game because it's just. I think I needed a little bit of a break from from the gameplay because of everything that happened, but at the end of the day, I paid for the season pass, so I definitely want to see where it's going. Although the Destiny story has not intrigued me because it's kind of all over the place, I feel like at the end of the day, I still deserve to give it a shot, so I don't miss anything when Destiny Three comes along. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll probably, like I said, I'll, you know, I'm gonna give it a try. And uh, depending on how it makes me feel and, you know, how it, it plays out, that'll determine, that'll be a deciding factor, one of the deciding factors on if I, you know, even give Destiny 3 a chance. 
which most likely I will, you know. But are you willing to give Destiny Two a chance? The- yeah, yeah, I'll try. I'll try it out again. You know, I gotta actually download it again because you know it's upset me so much that uh <laughs> you deleted I, I, it. I deleted it. You took it so out of your life. I, I took it out. You know, I was like, you know, but what? don't forget, don't forget, in um, Jersey, if you're if you're listening, um, we need to get a, a, a fire team together to go back through those raids uh in des in destiny one i, yeah, I, I, I want to do that guys you know, we, gotta, we gotta get that we gotta get that organized we gotta get that going and if anybody you know listening is interested in you know you know yeah, in the destiny to, one, you know joining uh you know trying to you know get on with us uh you know we welcome whoever you know wants to uh to get in on it and uh you know at the end of this uh this pod you know we'll we'll let you know where you can contact us Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think that that that's one of the things that makes destiny great is we could go back to playing those old school raids and, and be so intrigued with everything that it's like, we're playing all over again. So, um, what do you think of this season of opulence? What do you, what do you think so far with, uh, it's very minimal, the information we have on it, but as far as what you've heard, what do you think? Uh, I'm not him. I'm, 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 uh, it is what it is, man. I mean, just knowing that it's going to be back on the Leviathan, the Leviathan yeah. it's kind of disappointing. It just kind of, you know, just keeps on disappointing. Yep. You know, you expect oh, it to go you, a certain you way. You give it. Did you expect them on the last, uh, release of this year's uh season did you expect them to to you know make a fresh raid somewhere else yeah why not i mean uh you know we were talking with jers earlier and uh you know he kind of uh, oh come on man you've kind of you've been let down by bungie you don't think that you know know, what you really thought because they got rid of activision that they were gonna all of a sudden you know hey you know here's here's an uh, a a raid on a whole new you know planet well yeah i mean you 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 know you love destiny you know and yes, I, in, in a way in a way I, I still love destiny too but you know you know when when, when you love a game so much you, you you expect and you give the benefit of the doubt to developers yeah but you know they they they, 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 they uh, well yeah that's why i've uh i've kind of given up on uh destiny so the fact that it will be on the leviathan is now is it confirmed on the leviathan right it's, it is confirmed. Well, i mean i they 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 released a you know like a teaser mm-hmm. there was a picture of you know the the chalice yeah on yeah. the leviathan and you know and from what i read you know it will indeed be on the leviathan okay so you know it is what it is uh we can only hope that you know they actually make it like a whole raid yeah. and not a raid layer you know yeah. well you know so you know that's a hope and now let me ask you something before we move on to our next topic uh 0 to 5 um what would you give this oh man i'm geez. i give it a 2 man from just 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 the whole it being on the leviathan it it, it kills it for me it kills yeah. it for me because you know, I think I'm, th- I'm, I'm, I think I'm at the same place with you. I'm, I'm, I'm like a two stars right there for that because it's, it's just the same content you're giving us over. Yeah, and, and it feels like <clears throat> when you gave us the Leviathan to begin with, the content for this raid was already there. So it's not, you're just unlocking yeah. it at this point. You're not really doing anything to better the game. You're just and, unlocking something that was there from the beginning. 
And I mean, you know, when when Destiny Two first came out, and you first did that first raid on the Leviathan, the Callus raid, yeah. uh, you know, it still didn't feel like a like a raid that lives up to to to, yep. to you know that Destiny standard that we hold, yep. you know, Destiny Two, and uh, you know, it's kind of been on the decline. You know, they they it was it was a subpar raid there, and then you know you didn't even give us a whole raid. After that, you know, it was just raid layers, raid layers, raid layers. And it was like shortcuts to get to the end of, you know, that raid. And we don't want that, man. We don't want shortcuts. Yeah, you want shortcuts in a way, but you want, you know, different levels to a raid. You know, you want, you want, you want to, you know, run through a labyrinth and find your way around, find secret chests. And, you know, you want, you want to get, you know, mini bosses and, and then, you know, at the end, fight the toughest boss. And, yeah. you know, and you didn't give us that. So, well, you let's know, that's see, why let's I give it to we have, we have the EA Expo coming up. And uh, we also have um, the um, E3 games. Well, yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. I'll actually be, uh, I'll actually be watching that, you know. Yeah, so we got that coming up. So let's yeah. see what, what happens with that. But um, let's move on to um, this month in gaming history. Uh, this one is very interesting. Um, May of 1995, uh, Sega releases the Sega Saturn in North America. Sega had previously announced that the system would launch on September 2nd of that year at $399. And shortly after, Sony announced a September 9th date for the PlayStation. Um, however, Sega apparently made the announcement as a uh, ruse and released the Sega Saturn four months early. Well, it backfired. However, as well... As all, third parties were left in the dark about this surprise and were counting on a September release for the games, so the Saturn had very few titles ready. Uh, Also, at E3, a short while after Sega announced that surprise launch, Sony announced that the PlayStation would cost $100 less than the Sega Saturn when it launched later that year. The surprise move angered third-party developers as they weren't able to get their games finished and out in order to ride the release momentum. Sega also pissed off some retail chains like KB Toys and Walmart for not including their stores in the surprise launch. KB Toys went as far as to remove everything Sega from their stores and make more room for the uh, competing products. Um, This is just a prime example of why Sega failed. Yeah, I mean... This is this is just a, this goes to show you why Sega is really not around anymore because of something like this, you know, like planning, you know, yeah, like like just spur of the moment decisions. Yeah, like well, they previously well, well, announced right. September second, and uh, a week exactly a week before PlayStation was getting ready to launch their PlayStation One, which you saw the success Sony had with the PS One, and they go and they release the game the 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 gaming console four months earlier. Yeah, that yeah. that that is like you know, that kind of like that could have been four months of uh you know perfecting it. Well, yeah, because the devs from the from the games are not are, are don't have the games ready for for the release. So what's the point of releasing a system if you don't have any games for it? Yeah. You know, Absolutely. like that's like, and and this this is coming from I'm I'm telling you something right now. I've always been a huge huge sega fan and you know we've 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 discussed this before i've always been a huge sega fan and to to read something like this which i had no idea about but to read something like this is is piss poor planning on on sega's uh you know sega's 
part because like like why would you do something like that like this is something that you could have had and could have been part of for many years to come and imagine now if it wasn't only microsoft and sony and sega was also involved in in the big three to you know nintendo kind of does their own thing so they stay out of it but Imagine having Sega really like upcoming now PlayStation 5. We have the Xbox Anaconda, which is their top tier system. And imagine we had Sega releasing a system too. Dude, like that would be freaking awesome. Like, you know, to have three instead of two. Like, in you look, imagine Sonic the effing hedgehog right now, what he would look like with graphics right now. Oh man, it would be it'd be you great. Know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it's ho- hopefully they wouldn't have butchered him as bad as they butchered him in that fan fit uh, movie. Did you see? I, did you see that? Yeah, but I don't Yikes. mind. It. I I kind of don't mind. It. Sonic doesn't look anything like Sonic the Hedgehog well, that I grew yeah, up. Yeah, man. I mean, they they gave him they 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 made him look like a hedgehog in a way. So, uh, but I mean, yeah, hey, I guess. <laughs> that, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I'm I'm still gonna watch the movie. You know, Jim Carrey, oh, yeah, Doctor Robotnik, absolutely, come on, come on, freaking lootly, dude. On. But, but still, like, man, this was like, I loved Nintendo. We had Mario, and I loved, I loved everything that was going on there. Uh, but really, really, my favorite was always Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. He was, he yeah, was I remember playing. Uh, he was the face of Sega. I forget that game. After well, which one, Sonic and Knuckles? Yeah, I used to love playing as Knuckles, Knuckles. man. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, man. Knuckles was honestly my favorite character. It was. Come on, man. I I loved Sega. I I love Sega. I used to draw the characters. You know, I loved Sega. Sonic, Tails. It was good, man. Everybody. But uh, unfortunately, you know, Sega is no more. Sega. Sega is no more. Well, I don't know if they're out of business. They're just not making gaming consoles anymore. Uh, Well. I mean, then Sega is no more, you know. Yeah. yeah, as far as as far as the the gaming the gaming aspect is done, but it's we're going back to this like you launch it and you say it's three ninety nine, right? And then you're supposed to launch a week before PlayStation. You launch it four months before PlayStation, and then PlayStation's like, oh, Sony was like, oh, so you guys want to do this? Tell you what. We're still going to launch our system, okay? And we're going to make it $100 cheaper than your system, and we're going to blow your sales out the door. How's that? Oh, yeah, man. I'm you know, sure. like, that. that is like that is like piss poor. It's piss Sony PlayStation, poor. man. Sony, they, they, they know what they're doing. They knew what they were doing even before they put out their first gaming console. So, you know, it's no surprise. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I guess Sega got... Uh, a little overzealous, and uh, you know they 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 jumped the gun, and it it, it was their uh, one of the factors of their demise. So yeah, which which is I don't know, man. Like that that could have been that could have been like, you know, that could have been one of the biggest systems of all time, dude. Yeah. You know, it, it could have been one of the one of the best systems ever. And yeah, it, so it, it had a units. The units sold worldwide were nine point twenty six million systems. Nine point twenty one million system. Nine point twenty six million systems sold, which 
overall wasn't, you know, wasn't bad. Um, let's see. The PS1 had 102.49 million systems. Uh, well, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Like, it's not surprising. You know, it's not like, surprising at all. Dude, and, and it, you know, it's like nine. Can you sell almost nine and a half mil? Or would you rather 102 and a half mil? Well, yeah, you know like, that was that was that was PlayStation One. Yeah, imagine, imagine how many how many consoles that PlayStation Five is gonna sell. Um, let's this let's look back at it. Uh, PlayStation One sold one hundred and two point forty nine million uh, consoles. All right, now this is units sold worldwide. Uh, PlayStation Two sold one hundred and fifty five million. PlayStation Three then declined, only sold eighty seven. Point five million, and PlayStation Four went up a little bit to ninety six point eight million. Mm. Um, as far as um, PlayStation Four uh, to the Xbox One, Xbox One has sold a third of what PlayStation has thirty nine million units sold. That goes so, back to uh, what I've been saying, Bruce. And then uh, the regular, the three sixty. Let's see, the regular Xbox. Uh, sold 24 million as opposed to Sony's uh, PlayStation One. Uh, Xbox was released in 2001, and yeah, Xbox was released in 2001, and Sony was released way before that. The the PlayStation um, PlayStation was released in 1994 uh, in Japan. Uh, didn't make its way to North America until 1995. But still, all in all, 102 million worldwide. You know, like, um, let's see, what is what is the top? You know, yeah, the top one sold is is the is that is is the PlayStation Two is actually the most sold unit ever at 155 million. There you go. Uh, the second one. Do you know what it is? The second most ever sold console. Uh, Nintendo. Which one? Uh, 64. Nope, the DS. The DS has really? 154 million. And the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color, it comes in at third at 118 million. PlayStation, Nintendo, yo, believe it or not, Nintendo and Sony are the, the top five sellers. PlayStation 2, number one. You got to tell that to your cousin, Bruce. Number two. <laughs> Let him know. Game Boy and Game Boy Color, number three. Sony PlayStation, number four. And the Nintendo Wii, number five. Sony is king, Bruce. Sony is king. Well, Nintendo and Sony are kings, <laughs> because uh, so every every within the top ten, dude. Uh, PlayStation Four comes in at number six. PlayStation Three at number seven. Xbox doesn't come in till number eight, and that's the original. Uh, no, actually, it's uh, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Uh, then the Game Boy Advance. Then the PSP. So. Then the Xbox One nor the regular Xbox even come in at the top ten. There you go. Just just to just to put it this much to you, the regular the Super Nintendo and the in the Super Nintendo and the regular Nintendo sold more units in the Xbox One. There you go. Uh, Xbox One entertainment system. That's, that's else? Just to 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 so show you where where that where that comes out to. Let's put it this way. Xbox One, entertainment system. Everything else, systems for true gamers. Yep. Let's let's put it this way. Um, 
let's see uh home home console sales of sony 441.69 million uh console sales um let's put it total sales let's let's do total sales uh nintendo's at number one 730 million units okay mm-hmm. uh the the total the second one is 525.3 million units which is sony um the third one microsoft with 118 118 that's like a third of what sony has done uh then sega at 76.16 million and then atari uh rounds off the 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 top five which is freaking crazy it is crazy like how how much how much sales um just for you to get an idea 32.93 million units sold for the n64 there you go so um these numbers don't lie you know it's it's crazy that they the the sega and sega it declined dude because again the dreamcast came out in 98 sold less units than the saturn i had i had the dreamcast yeah i actually still have my dreamcast believe it or not oh so. i don't have one but um that's that's just uh a little you know info into the best consoles ever um Anything else you want to you want to say about the the consoles before we move on to our keep it or sell it uh, segment of the pod? Uh, nah, you know I just think uh like I said you know Sony, Sony, Sony's got the top spot, man. <laughs> that that I see your face. You're like kind of gloating, like uh, yeah, man. I mean, now hey, what? what? I've been saying you know, it. Hey, Bruce, Bruce. Anytime you want to have this discussion, <laughs> we're here. Yeah, Bruce, we need to get you on a podcast ASAP. Anytime. Yep, ASAP. Anytime. So, um, Raul, let's move on to the keep it or sell it uh, segment of our pod. Um, This week, we have three games. Um, It looks like um, the first game uh, from the keep it or sell it portion. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog for uh, Genesis. Keep Keep it. it. Keep it. That's definitely a key because as we just spoke about it, it's definitely uh, one of the most likable games of all time, and uh, I'm I love it. Uh, the second game here is going to be a uh, roller coaster tycoon. Oh, sell it, sell it. I definitely was never a fan of. I never that. even played it. It just sounds <laughs> just not like my type. Kind of just you kind of make your own amusement park and kind of like good. that. No, you're you're good. You don't want to make your own like uh, six flags or nothing. No, No. I'm good. I'm all right. And wow, this last game, I like it. Crazy Taxi for uh, Dreamcast. I keep it. I I love that game, man. I I still love that game, dude. After we get off this pod, I am gonna go look for my Dreamcast, and I think I'm gonna hook it up and play some Crazy Taxi. Oh man, I'm gonna. I I think I have to do it. Crazy Taxi was a great game. I like absolutely, absolutely was a fun game. Crazy Taxi was a great game. Great game. It was. It was fun. It, it, it was fun. It was. You know what was fun about the Dreamcast? It brought like that arcade feel to your house. Yeah. You know, it had a lot yeah, of like good, arcade, arcade type games, and it was it was always fun to play. I yeah, loved it. Crazy Taxi. Uh, that was a fun fun game. I never got bored playing that game. How could you? 
don't you know, know how could you get get bored of playing that game? It, it was, was it, it was, was a lot of fun. It was good. It was good. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that pretty much concludes our podcast for today. Um, like I said in the in the beginning of the podcast, um, this podcast is brought to you by Chill Gaming, uh, Chill Gaming Community. Um, if anybody is interested in joining Chill Gaming Community, um, you could always message us. Um, and if in the description below, um, I'm gonna have all the. Um, all the ways you can reach us on Instagram, on Twitter, um, on Twitch. So we're going to change it up. We, we're really not going to, you know, tell you our information anymore because it's pointless because we have it in the link below. Um, so it's really pointless in, in us having to repeat it, you know, every episode. So I just thought it was better if we just, you know, linked it below and you guys are more than welcome to add us, um, on whatever source of social media you would like. And, uh, you could always contact us and, you know, with ideas, or if you want to be a part of the, on the podcast, um, we're, we're always open to ideas and suggestions. Um, with that being said, um, I'm looking forward to Ghost Recon. Um, hoping that maybe sometime soon I could get back into Destiny, and um, further I want to I want to tackle a little bit more of Days Gone because I haven't tackled much in that game. I started playing a little bit more. Uh, hopefully, you know, in another week or two, I can we can come back and do a better review on it. But uh, Raul, anything else you want to say? Uh, just good gaming this week, uh, and uh, please, uh, if you have any questions, uh, you know, want to be a part of this, uh, come on as a guest. Um, just click the link below, contact us, and uh, and we'll be more than happy to uh, assist you in whatever way you need. Well, everybody, thank you for listening, and I hope you guys um, enjoyed the True Gamers uh, podcast, uh, True Gamers experience. See you guys later. Have a good one, guys.